welcome to the Inner Success Story podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Wilson, and I help established career-driven women to break through the negative inner dialogue and finally feel like they're good enough. My mission is to ensure that more women enjoy their career, step up to higher roles, and in doing so, hold the ladder to allow other women to climb with them. I grew up with an inner dialogue of I'm not good enough, and this impacted really negatively on how I was living my life. I started my personal development journey and everything changed for me. Now I want to support you to do the same. Each week I'll be uncovering the truth about mastering your mindset and there will be some surprises and perspectives you might not have considered before. Just to give you a bit of warning, I'm super passionate about this and that might mean sometimes I swear. Welcome and thank you very much for joining me. It's so, so good to have you here, whether you are watching live or whether you are watching on replay. And today we're going to dive into that up-leveling element, which is taking you to the next level, wherever that next level is for you, whether it be a life event or whether it be something about your personal and um, developmental growth. Uh, So let's dive right in. So the most important thing to start off with when you want to want one when you want to up level is working out where you are now. So you can look at all sorts of different elements, but the key things are who am I being? So like your personality traits, who or which of those would I like to let go of? Which of those actually are not serving me in any way at all? Um, what would I like to feel instead? So a really good way of doing that is if you take a piece of paper and fold it horizontally, so it creates a line down the middle, and then on one side, you can write all the things you want to let go of, and on the other side, what you want to experience instead. And if we focus on what we want to experience instead, what we're doing is we're facing forwards and facing towards something. If you are always looking at the thing that you want to leave behind, so you focus on, I don't want to feel anxious anymore. I don't want to struggle with periods of low mood. I don't want, then you're still looking at the thing that you want to get rid of. So instead of that, turn around and face the thing that you want instead. When you're talking about up-leveling, usually that means that there are differences between who you are right now and who you want to be. And it's important to work those things out. So for the sake of of this, I'm just going to use promotion at work as an example. So let's say, for example, you are part of a team and you want to step up and you know that there is some sort of progression pathway. Maybe a a role has come up or there's going to be a new department or you're expanding and you set your sights on this particular role that you want. If that's a step up for you rather than a sideways step, the chances are there are differences between who the person is who has that job and who you are being right now. So if, for example, you think, right, okay, so that's a level up from where I am right now in terms of the hierarchy. If I want that job, I'm going to need to And I'm not talking about changing your personality. I'm just about talking about stepping up into your power. So perhaps you look at that role and you think, I'd be more confident. I'd be making a difference. I'd be um, putting forward my views and thoughts. I'd be, um, if I was more confident, I might sit up straighter. I might contribute in meetings more than I do at the moment. All of those elements, it's literally making a tick list of all the things that you believe would be relevant if you had that role. So that is then 
shaping what this next level up looks like for you. So you might say, okay, well, that that puts me on £80,000 a year. If I had £80,000 a year, that would also mean I could go on more holidays. I could do nice things with my family and have experiences. And that would make me really happy. And if I was happy, I would be less anxious at work. If I was happy, I would, you know, come in glowing and looking amazing. And I could go and have my nails done or have a massage and, and what have you. So you can look at it in as much detail as you want. But one of the things that you also need to focus on is is very much how would it feel? How would it feel? So I'm just going to aside for a moment. So if actually you don't know what you want, that's equally fine. But what you might want to do is go back to that list of the things that you made which don't suit you and what you want to let go of and focus on what you want instead. And you might utilize those. So let's say instead of being anxious, I'm going to feel quite calm. Right. How can I feel calm? How can I bring more calm into my life? And it's about sort of breaking it down into what it looks like for you. So whether or not you you know exactly what your goal is or you don't, there's still going to be a set of behaviors, emotions, feelings, thoughts that you want to get rid of. Um, every time I up level, there is always a load of rubbish that comes with it in terms of they say new level, new level, new devil. And so a personal development journey isn't linear. Um, a personal development journey, unless you massively zoom out, is is very up and down. So that means every time I'm at a stage where I want to up level to the next part of my business or the next income goal and what have you, it means that I've got to do the work. It means that I've got to go inside and look at who I'm being, what I would need to change, what my thought processes are. And until I left my first marriage, um, until that broke down, I was very, very set on the idea that your cards were dealt, that you didn't have choice, that somebody just dealt your cards to you and you had them in your hands and you tried your hardest to get through whatever it is that you were going to experience. I genuinely didn't know that there was choice. And it wasn't until I had moved out of my family home with my son, with our son, and moved into a flat. And I don't even know what made me think about it. But one day I was sitting on the sofa really still, which was always my go-to if I was feeling completely overwhelmed, completely anxious. And to a certain extent, it's still one of my coping mechanisms now. So I sat on the sofa and I was waiting. I was waiting to be Owen's mum again. He'd gone to his dad's and I was waiting for my son to come home because then I would have some sort of purpose and then I would know what to do. And it was it was a bit of a bolt of lightning thought, really, because I didn't want to just be somebody's mum. I'd been somebody's wife. I was somebody's employee. I'm somebody's daughter. I'm somebody's mum. You know, yes, we have a lot of hats, but where was me in all of that? Where where was I going with all of that? And so I suddenly realised that unless I made a life for myself, for me, then I would always 
have a hat on that was never my own hat. It would always be for somebody else. And that, that really scared me in that moment into taking some action. So I grabbed a book, can still see that notebook now. And I started to make a list of what sparks joy in my life. Although, thank you, Marie Kondo, it didn't exist as sparks joy at the time. It was just a list of things that made me happy. And it took ages. It took ages to think about the things that made me happy for me. And I think I had that book on the table for about three weeks before I'd even filled one side of A5. And I kept revisiting it. I just really, really struggled. And I I suddenly felt that I needed to get to know myself. I needed to know who I was. And so I started my personal development journey, I think, at that moment. And part of what went with that was, although I've split from this marriage, which was pretty toxic, I could just go around and repeat that again, not with him, but with somebody else. And again, I didn't want my son thinking that that was a normal relationship because it wasn't. And so as a result of that, working on myself became even more important because it was also working on how I could have a different relationship in the future. And that was the start of up-leveling. I just didn't know it was that until much later on in my journey. So if you are the kind of person that thinks, my cards have been dealt, this is how I am, this is, no, honestly, I promise you, I promise you there is choice. I promise you that there is a different way if you want to take it. Is it straightforward? No. Does it come with a map? No. GPS? No. Does it come with a manual? No. There is no instruction on this at all. And one of my clients put it so brilliantly recently. And she said to me, Sarah, the fear of staying the same was so much greater than anything that you could give me to do. That As a result of that, I just wanted to go all in. I wanted to do the things. I wanted to explore. I wanted to do the work. I wanted to do the journaling, literally my ideal client. And, And that's the thing. If you are living your life at the moment for other people or in fear and anxiety about what other people think, believe me, it is finite. It's not a sustainable way of living and there are alternative choices, which I've now spent my time, my life, my work helping other women to do the same because it's so important. It's so important that you can take control of your own life, that you, yes, you take ownership and responsibility for the stuff that you've done. Sometimes some of the things that you have done um, are going to be really uncomfortable. So my marriage was toxic, but I became toxic too. and, And I had to hold my hands up for that. It took me a long time not to just blame him, but actually I had to take ownership and responsibility of that too. But with that came learning. With that came development. With that came understanding about how to not repeat it again. So own your own life. Say, yes, actually, I want to take back control of this. I want to be empowered to live my life. I want to be empowered to make my own choices, make my own direction. It's so important and it is doable, but there's so many of us out there who at one point or another believed it wasn't possible and may still believe it's not possible. But honestly, if I can do it, anybody can do it. I promise. So let's talk a little bit about self because up-leveling is also about focusing on yourself and self will be an episode further into the podcast as well. But I just wanted to, to talk to you about this element. So I didn't know who I was. 
I didn't have a clue who I was at that point. I had lived on my own previously to being married and I bloody hated it. I absolutely hated living on my own. I did as much as I could to not be on my own. And if I was on my own, I focused on the fact I was on my own. And there's a big difference between focusing on the fact that you're alone or focusing on the fact that I'm alone, which is how it is now. I absolutely fell in love with time with myself. Um, but it was uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. And humans are programmed to hate discomfort. Humans are programmed to push discomfort away, which means that we don't like change, which means that we potentially push change away. And there does need to be some acceptance that a personal development journey can be really quite uncomfortable at times. So get to know who you are. And there are a few ways that you can do that. So you probably already know some of your personality traits. But if you don't, the people closest to you are are going to, they're going to know your personality traits, and they will be able to describe you. So ask them. I mean, yes, it's bloody uncomfortable to ask your friends, how would you describe me? Um, But it's interesting. It's really interesting. And they will also say to you, we wish you weren't so anxious. We wish you understood you know, how much you bring to our lives or or whatever it is. So if you don't have a sense of what your personality traits are, which are essentially your values, then ask other people because they will tell you. And I went on a big, scary as project, and I'm certainly not suggesting you do this. I did a survey monkey and I sent it to work colleagues, friends and family. I have never, ever been more scared than getting those back. I explained to them that I was on this journey of self-discovery and that I would appreciate some more information from their perspective about who I was. And what was so funny about that is when it all came back, they all said exactly the same things, really. The same personality traits came out and the same um, things they wish I would let go of came out as well. So obviously I was really communicating very strongly. What was interesting, though, was I had no clue Like, I didn't know that other people saw me in this way. I didn't even see myself that way. So it was a really interesting, interesting journey. But yeah, I don't even know what had come over me. Maybe maybe I'd had a drink that night or something, something to build the Dutch courage up at the idea of sending this out. So I'm certainly not suggesting you do. All I'm saying is that friends and family and those people who see you on a regular basis are in a great position to then help you. So... Think about what you like and what you dislike, because they are part of the things that make you happy or not. Um, And and knowing more about yourself becomes quite exciting. It becomes quite exciting. And, and, you know, the first time I spent time on my own, I was a bit like, oh, how's this going to be? And did I like it at first? Not hugely. I think my first thing that I really liked was I went to the cinema on my own for the first time and thought, I'm going to hate this. And actually, it's great didn't have to share the popcorn or anything. Um, So, you know, find what sparks joy for you. Do your sparks joy list. Because once you start to understand more about yourself and who you are, you can also work out some of the things that maybe you want to change about yourself. But what happens is you develop a sense of self that also gives you a sense of inner peace as well. And I certainly feel at peace with who I am. I know my flaws. I'm not silly. Um, You know, I know there are things about me that I would still want to change. I can be incredibly hot headed. Um, I'm impatient. 
but they are part of me and I love myself regardless of those elements not being quite how I would want them to be. And they're things I continue to work on, but I also have to admit that some of those things have a secondary gain. So secondary gain is about when something that you um, do that you don't necessarily like has a benefit to it. So let's say I was always a dramatic. I still am a bit dramatic now, but not as bad as it was. So I was always quite dramatic and it meant that I attracted drama, essentially. So things would happen and and I would regale people with the things that were happening to me and always with a a hint, a soupçon of uh, exaggeration with it. But I liked doing that really because it got me attention. It got people listening to me. Um, and, and as a child, I was I was unheard. So not for the whole of my childhood, but just for a portion of it. Um, and so being heard is is even now still really important to me. So it's always quite interesting to find out the things that you don't like. Is there any benefit to me? And yeah, if, if you're going to get sympathy or, you know, people are just going to give you a little bit less work or, you know, whatever it is, then then, yeah, you, you potentially are going to find it harder to put that away because of this benefit that you're getting from it so let's go back to that example of getting a a promotion one of the things that you can do is look at the competencies element particularly if you're a logical person up leveling and, and doing the logical bits for me are much easier than doing the inner work so when it comes to competencies you know maybe there are skills that would benefit you if you went for this job promotion there are hundreds and hundreds of courses online that you can do for very little money that you can then add to your cv that kind of helps you stand out a little bit but if you're looking at promotion what i would suggest you do is you make basically a tick list of all of the things that you need to add to your cv add to your bow be, um prior to, to getting the job and get some of those ticked off so you know maybe you can go and shadow another team that uh, would be useful or maybe you could speak to a manager um about the promotion and ask right what do i need to do maybe you could do that in your one-to-one or maybe there's somewhere else that you need to do to get, go to do that but find out what are the things that I actually need to do to stand myself in good stead and then start to do them. That's the masculine side of it. The feminine side of it is who am I being? Who is the person who's got that next level? What does she think and feel? What does she do? And basically, how do I act like I've already got it? How do I act like her now? How do I how do I be that person from today? You know, if you believe that that person takes more time with their self-care, then take some more time with your self-care. If you think that they contribute more in meetings, contribute more in meetings. If you think that they wear a certain style of clothes, wear a certain style of clothes. Somebody told me years ago, if you want a promotion, dress for the next level up. So if your team is generally quite casual, but your manager is always smart casual, then you go smart casual. But also, one of the things that I will say, which has like a little caveat, make sure that whatever the up-leveling thing that you want is, is in in line with your values, with your integrity. Because if actually changing your whole personality is what gets you this job, 
you've then got to think about whether you want to do that or not. You might want to. You might feel at the moment that there are lots of things that you want to let go of, but please don't lose the innate you. You know, you are, you come into this world as your purest, higher self. And so it's only interactions with others that change that. So don't go completely away from your personality to get this thing that you want if it doesn't feel in integrity for you to do that. And it takes patience. It takes patience. It takes work. It takes investment, certainly of time. It may take some investment of money um, and get the help that you need. And I'm here to help you do that. So through this inner success story, I am sharing with you bits of experiences that I've had. And I know there are lots of you out there who have had similar experiences that have had an integral part on who you are as a person now. I also know what it's like this side of it. And I would love as many women as possible to join me on this side. So if you feel that you need to up level and you want some help, then I can help you do that. I follow a framework that I've created bespoke to each and every client. And it's really important to me that I do that because you've all got your own stories. You've all got your ways of learning. You've all got the different outcomes that you want. And it's important to me that I can flex with that. But there's a pathway that we follow. If you are interested, please do drop a comment or send me a direct message. And I would love to have a chat with you. Um, and uh, we can just see where it takes us. There's never any obligation. I love a new connection. And I would love to hear from you. So go and try the things. Go and make your list of the things you want to let go of and what you want instead and what your personality traits are because they're essentially your values. And then this next level up, what do you need in terms of the physical and, and competencies element? And what do you need in terms of who you're being, what you're feeling, what you're thinking? So I would love to know how you get on with those. So please do let me know. And I can't wait to talk to you for the next episode. Take care. Thank you so, so much for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you loved it, please make sure that you share it with your friends and anybody else you think would benefit and also make sure you've clicked the follow button. It would be amazing if you could leave me a five-star review so the world gets out to as many amazing women as possible. If you want to know more about me and my offers, then you'll find the links in the show notes. So until next week, go and explore some of the themes I've talked about today and try things out for yourself. I'd also love to hear more how it helped you, so drop me a message using the link in the show notes. And remember, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right.